Welcome everyone! You are now in a safe place where we converse, explore, reflect, connect and deep dive into our inner world together so we can uplift ourselves and our lives. My name is Astuti Marto Sudirjo, I am your host, and this is Uplift My Life Today, the podcast. Do you know that we carry actively within us the influences of seven generations of our family? I'm with you, I didn't either. What you are about to listen to now is the first episode of a three-part series called No Matter What, I Belong. This series is for you if or when you have this subtle yet profound voice asking or feeling that something is not quite right within you. It is a feeling that is usually nagging or lingering, but also very difficult to pinpoint to any memory or event that you can recall that may contribute or trigger this feeling. I had this kind of feeling back in 2017, just shortly after my mother passed away. After taking some time to figure it out, what the feeling is about really, it actually led me to a question. And the question is, Where do I belong? And this question came from a very deep place within myself. So compounded with large distances between me and my siblings, for your information, I'm in Switzerland, they are in the US and Australia, and the fact that I was conceived and born in the UK, growing up in five different countries and have been living in Switzerland for the past 20 years, you can imagine what urgency I felt to understand the meanings and the various forms of no matter what I belong sentence. With that, I have also been digging deep to understand what can block or stop someone from feeling that they belong no matter what. As a life coach and a subconscious mind reprogrammer, most of my clients are facing this difficulty in one form or another. And some common symptoms would include discontentment, depletion, dissatisfaction, disconnection, and even physical illnesses. I can tell you, the journey is still going on as we speak, as the universe that makes up the feeling of no matter what I belong is vast guiding us in our journey now in this episode into this vast universe of systemic healings is my mentor, Rochelle Furrer. For more than 40 years, Rochelle has been searching for ways to help others move along their paths with greater ease. Thank God. This exploration has encompassed delving into psychology, philosophy, systemic thinking, spiritual practices, metaphysics, a variety of alternative therapies along with the more practical and pragmatic pursuit of coaching, counseling, facilitation, and teaching. And I am so happy that you are here and that she is also very happy to guide us on this journey and I hope you are enjoying it as much as I did. So today we're going to speak about systems, interconnecting systems and the clusters of systems to which we all belong. Because we're individuals, we belong to different clusters as in different systems, but we all have many that we belong to. And so the first one that we belong to, obviously, is the system of life that was given to us, so what we would call family. And it brings together two different systems, our life. So it is the system of our father's family mm-hmm. and ancestral background and our mother's family and ancestral background. And on top of that, 
We belong to the system of our culture. We belong to the system of our nation. Mm -hmm. We belong to the system of our politics. We belong to the system of our religious or non-religious beliefs. We belong to many things. Um, Education system. Education system. uh, Many, many different systems. We then belong also to a gender system Mm -hmm. you know be that um, male female or nowadays neither we belong to a sexual orientation Mm -hmm. system some of them are choices like religion at some stage we can choose or not choose others are not choice we can't choose which culture we came from we can choose which culture we identify with today yes it's a good yeah? distinction yeah. we can't choose which nation we came from yes but we can choose which nation we identify with yes today yeah 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 one of the things we will never be able to choose is which family we came from <laughs> true <laughs> There are the majority of our life-giving systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So within the systems that gave us life, as I say, there's the systems from father's side, there's the systems from mother's mm-hmm. side, and to this day it isn't different. We require a sperm and an egg. Yes. In order to create life. Yes. Doesn't always create life. But in order to create life, to this day, sperm and egg. Mm -hmm. And the egg is already coming from grandmother, if you want. Mm -hmm. So that's a medical thing, and I'm not going to go into that in detail. But the path is already laid down two generations back. Yes. Um, the sperm coming from the father's side and is passed down genetically from generation to generation. The ability or the inability. Mm-hmm. Of course, with an inability, there's no life. Yeah. So that side of the family dies out. But we're talking about life now. Yes. So we receive our DNA, our identifying DNA, not our functional dna mm-hmm. always, but our identifying DNA. The, the DNA that identifies us in that very, very uh, topical theme at the moment, do we have a white skin, do mm-hmm. we have a darker colored skin in any shade, because mm-hmm. there are many shades, do we have a more yellow colored skin, do we have whatever color skin, That's DNA, and that's not something we can choose. They belong to our system, not to our culture. The culture comes after us, but that belongs to our system. And that is passed down with our DNA. Mm -hmm. We have functional genetics that are passed down as well. A lot of them we inherit, Mm -hmm. and some we don't. Mm -hmm. Some are just personal to us. It's about what happened in the womb and how we developed there. Mm-hmm. So that is the reason, functional genetics, why when you go to the doctor, the doctor will say, is there any heart disease or mm-hmm. cancer or whatever in, in your family? family. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it has actually been passed on to you and because of how things work out in the womb. Yeah. And even if it has, it doesn't mean you have to trigger it. Yeah, it's almost like a, an information or a book that you don't, you may not want to open, or you do want to open, mm. kind of things. It's yeah, in but the library of information of exactly. You. Okay, though unfortunately, when we do develop cancer or whatever, it's not because we wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> yes. okay. completely. So completely. It's it's not necessarily a choice. choice. Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. So as I say, that's a system that we're embedded in. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with how well we get on with our parents. It has nothing to do with whether we ever met them, whether they died when we were young, Mm -hmm. whether they left our 
environment when we were young or when we were older, whether we agree with them, don't agree with them, it's, whether we had a happy childhood or not. It's not personal. It's not personal at, at all. all. Right. Okay, that is That's important. It's just a given. It's <laughs> yes. not personal. Yes, it's just a given. Yes. Genetics don't care whether yes. you like them or not. Yes. You belong to those systems. Mm -hmm. You belong to that nation mm -hmm. in a way. You belong to that culture in a way. And yes, you can choose later in life to add a new system. Yes. But you cannot drop the one that you came with. What's inside of right. you. Yes. Mm -hmm. It would be like saying, you're Indonesian, and to look at, you are also Indonesian. Yes. Yeah? And I know that you're thinking about maybe possibly taking on a Swiss passport, mm -hmm. because you can. Yes. Due to having lived here for so long, etc., you could apply for one. Yes. But you will not change your body and facial features to look, look Swiss. Like Swiss. Yes. That will never happen. Yes. What's inside of you will not change. It's how you deal with it yes. that can be changed. How you make peace with it, how you incorporate it. So for me, the systems are clusters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for me they interconnect. So I see them a little bit like the 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 Olympic rings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they interconnect. They don't all dominate each other, as in they don't stack up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a it's pillar. Like they 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 have the part that is individual yes. for them, and they have the part that overlaps. And some of us have more overlaps mm -hmm. and bigger clusters and others have smaller mm -hmm. clusters. Mm -hmm. So again, to say, be that somebody who's American, Afghani, Indonesian, British, African, whatever, if they are born into a rural environment, with parents and ancestors from the same rural environment and they never leave that rural environment, they will evolve with that rural environment through the ages, but their interconnecting circles will remain a small cluster. Should they marry or meet somebody from a different rural environment, not even a different country, a different rural environment, create life with that person, as in have children mm -hmm. with that person from that different rural environment, maybe even leave to another rural environment, but still in the same country then they will have a bigger cluster. Yeah. Yeah. But the nationality behind it and the culture behind it will stay very focused, not limited, focused. Yes. And if they, however, move to another country where the nationality is different and the culture is different and maybe even the religion, the dominating religion is different, yes. their cluster will expand significantly because they have to adapt. Mm. And even if, as we know from various cities around the world, they find people of their own culture and nationality and they live close by, mm -hmm. Yeah, because you know from London um, that there are areas where yes. you have certain nationalities and cultures where they congregate and they all yes. live in a certain area. Area, yes. Because it feels more comfortable mm -hmm. to be within your system, even if that system is now embedded within another, another system. system. 
So that's where the overlap is happening with another system. Mm-hmm. There's an overlap. Mm-hmm. But it will never be fully. It can't stack up. It's not your system. If your system, for instance, Chinese, Indonesian, um, African, whatever, Indian, living in London, and eight generations on, through the generations, all the sperm and egg have been born in the UK, mm-hmm. it dilutes the African, yes. the Indonesian, the Chinese. Yes. And so the identifying factors might still be there. Mm-hmm. The culture might still be there to a certain extent, but diluted yes. through adaptation. Then things can change. But seven generations are strong systemically within us. Seven. Seven. Right. Okay. In everyone. Yeah. Now, from family constellations, we can see that sometimes we are loyal to people within our systems, our ancestry, further back than seven generations. So, for example, I'm using my example. I'm, I identify myself as a Javanese from mm-hmm. Indonesia. There's a talk in the family that maybe far back there could be an ancestor with Chinese and Arabic heritage. Mm-hmm. I find that to be like very likely, <laughs> seeing how we look like today. But we always say we're Javanese, Javanese with a certain values. But then, as you said, we may actually, I may actually be much more loyal to, say, the Arabic or the Chinese. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, that's a brilliant point that you bring up. So right. let, let's go back. Say, for instance, yes. you're born in the UK. Yes. Okay. But as you've said very, very strongly... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Javanese. I'm Javanese. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I was born in the UK, yeah. but let's park that park over that, there yes. because me, moi, I am Javanese. Yes. And that's first generation. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. And it's undiluted. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were just to visualize and imagine that you met another Javanese mm-hmm. who was living in London, mm-hmm. maybe even born in London as well. Mm-hmm. And you had a child, mm-hmm. and that child stayed within the UK, yeah. met another person from the UK, and let's stay with Javanese. Yes. Let's just keep simplified, it simplified. simple. Yes. And they had a child, and this went on, and I tell you, by the time the eighth generation came, mm-hmm. we'd be listening to people saying, I'm British. British. Mm-hmm. My ancestors, way back, were Javanese. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah? Because again, you can't really step outside of your system. Yes, that's really yeah? true. You yes. can't step outside of your system. However, you can really, really identify and dilute. Mm-hmm. But if there's Java in the system, there's Java in the system. If there's Arabic in the system and Chinese in the system, it is there. Diluted, but there. Going into a family constellation um, attitude, ancestry is very, very important. Mm And when it becomes most important is when it's denied. Consciously or unconsciously. Consciously or unconsciously when it's denied. So, because when we look at ancestry, we're looking at soul. And soul is inclusive and not exclusive, which is why we can never step out of our system. Mm. Mm. Again, I'd like to say it's what we do with the inclusiveness of our system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not about stepping out of it. It's not about negating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? If, for instance, something has been denied or even forgotten for a good reason, 
there will be someone at some stage who will start to be loyal to that. So interesting, isn't it? Start to be curious. curious. Yes. And start going, hang on, I don't know what's wrong, but something's I wrong feel here. Something. Mm. Yeah. So can we do an experiment? Yes. So I'd like you in your mind's eye to picture something that connects you to being Javanese. Something or someone? Something or someone. Okay. It's my maternal grandmother. Your maternal yes. grandmother. Okay. Yes. So when you picture your maternal grandmother in your mind, what happens in your body? A little bit tense on my chest. Mm -hmm. And tense here. Okay. On the shoulders. Sorry. On the shoulders. Yes. So if you look at her, is she looking at you? In your mind's eye. Mm -hmm. This is all in your imagination. Mm -hmm. She is, but she also looks, she's like, not all the time. She's looking and she looks down and she looks up and she looks, she looks at me and then she looks down. Yeah. Okay. So if in your mind's eye you say to her, I see you, grandmother. What happens in your body? I just want to cry. Hmm. Sad like or touch? Touch. Yes, it feels touch. Oh, yes. It's a. It's not sadness. But I mm. feel touch. Somebody sees me. Mm. And where is she looking now in your mind? She's alternating between my eyes and my heart. Ah. Yes. So it's changed. Yes. So now in your mind, if you say to her. I see you, grandmother, all of you. Tingling all over my body and intensify these touch feelings and she is coming closer. Mm -hmm. She's very close now, mm -hmm. very, very close. And if you say to her, I take all of you and all that you gift me with. The vastness of Java. I take all of it into my heart. I am you and you are me. How does that feel? That uh, touch emotion not there anymore, but I feel like my heart is kind of getting bigger, expanding, and my body filling up. Mm -hmm. So it was initially tingling, but now it's like there's something, substance coming in, mm. in a way. Mm. And I feel like I can take a deep breath, deeper mm. breath. The, when the first time she came, it was tense here, but now mm. there's no tension. Mm. And my, my, my shoulder wants to open up, mm. so I can go back and like sit, like open. So. It's a magnificent and very quick yes. transformation. Yes. And for any listener, please, I intuited what to say, so it's not the same sentence in every situation. Mm -hmm. 
However, what it stresses and shows us, especially in today's world, is we do belong to systems and we've forgotten, and mm. we've forgotten ancestry. Mm. And, or in many cultures we have. There are cultures who are still very in touch with it. However, as we move around the world, as we're born mm. in other places, we go back into the mind, into the logic, which is not soul. And we go, oh, well, I'm a British-born Indonesian or Javan, or I'm a, for instance, myself, I'm a Pakistani-born Brit or whatever it is. And what does that mean, actually, you know? And so in order to be whole and in order to make peace, we need to actually step into our system mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to wear old Javan clothing <laughs> not the most or, practical business. yes or, or whatever <laughs> or start to 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 cook like your grandmother yes. did or, or it doesn't mean that that's nonsensical mm -hmm. this is at a much deeper and purer level mm -hmm where our soul starts to carry its, its full weight, where we become whole. This is what wholeness mm -hmm. is about, mm -hmm. is when we start living and integrating each and every part of ourselves before we move forward with where would we like to commit now? We can't commit to something new properly if we bring nothing with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So before you look at Arabic, <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> you have to be where you are first, yes. integrated. Yes. Yeah? So how, I mean... I have now distracted, so I've taken you back a step from mm -hmm. the emotion. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to bring you back yeah. to that moment with your grandmother, because that was your symbol. Yes. And for the listeners, it can be a flag, it can be an animal, it can be a flower, it can be anything. anything. Yeah. But you made it personal. Yes. That's what came up for yes. you. It's all fine. Yes. Okay. So when you now look at your grandmother, is she in front of you, behind you, beside you? She is still in front of me, but I know she wants to move from the front. She wants to go somewhere else. Okay, so allow her to move. Allow your mind to go where it wants to go. Don't try to influence it. Mm -hmm. Don't question it, just allow it. What is happening in your mind? Because this is your connection to song. It feels far. Far. Yeah. So she's moved far. She moved quite back. Far away. Yeah. Okay. So let's go and test a little bit how mm -hmm. far. Because she's probably leading us there. Right. Okay. Now, any of your listeners can do this because whenever we feel a little bit weakened or whatever, we can do this. Mm -hmm. And this is to just take a moment to close our eyes and center ourselves and to imagine two people standing behind us, male and female, that gave us life. And I'm saying this specifically to people who gave us life rather than father and mother to take out the personal connection. Okay. Yeah, so whether we love them, don't love them, miss them, don't miss them, whatever it is, whether we've just had a fight or whatever, <laughs> it's just imagine those two people who gave you life standing behind you. Now, some people might imagine them very, very close behind them. Some people might imagine them less close. Whatever's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Don't give them faces. Don't give them height and all that kind of thing. Just that which gave you life. Mm -hmm. And behind those two beings, imagine 
their parents standing behind them. So that's four people standing behind the two that gave you life. Mm -hmm. And without those four people, you would not be alive. Mm -hmm. Because if they hadn't passed life on, you wouldn't have received life. Yeah? Yeah. Now behind those four people, put their parents. So we've now got eight. Mm -hmm. So we've got a row of eight, a row of four, and a row of two behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah? How's that feeling? Grounding to me, mm. that's the word. Yeah. Mm. Because now the strength of your ancestry is coming through. Yeah. Because without those eight, those four, couldn't have given those two life that gave you life. Yes. Whether they were good people, bad people, died young or old, they lived long enough to pass on life. And that's why you're here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're not personifying them. We don't know how good or bad they yeah. were, yeah. how lazy or <laughs> how diligent. successful or diligent or whatever they were, how competitive, yeah. how well they cooked. Yeah. We have no idea. It doesn't matter. No. Okay, now behind those eight, we're going to put their parents. So now we're going four generations back. So there's this big triangle going out behind you. Mm -hmm. Have we reached your grandma yet? No. <laughs> no, okay. So now behind those, we're going to put another. The fifth row behind you, we're just going to fill them up with the parents that were required to make the child that passed life on. Fifth row. Now we've got a lot of people mm -hmm. who had to live long enough to pass on life so that you could exist. Now we put the sixth row in. It's a long row now. And now we put the seventh row in. Have we reached your grandmother yet? Yes, I think that's where it is. Okay, yeah. seven generations back. Yeah. Now all of us carry the influence of seven generations actively within us. Actively. Actively within us. Mm. Yeah? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah? That's, That's a lot of weaknesses, but it's also a, a lot, lot of, of strengths. strengths. Yes. It's a lot of experience. It's a lot of knowledge. Mm. It's a lot of understanding. It's a lot of failures and it's a lot of successes. It's a lot of learning from failures. Right. And all of that we can draw on because it's within us. Mm. Now sometimes when we have blockages, yeah. so even body coding or yeah. whatever, sometimes that can take us further back. Mm -hmm. Just in that one instant mm -hmm. for that one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. But right now, it feels comfortable for you. You've met your yes. grandmother, who yes. actually doesn't belong seven generations no. back. But that's where she's led you. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So I'd like you just to look at that row of seven generations. Just turn around and look at it. Mm -hmm. And I want you to see if anything Arabic or Chinese speaks to you from there. Don't push it, don't make it happen, just allow it. It's from this side. So, uh, so, this, so this is my mother. 
So from your father's yes, side. Somewhere there. Okay. Six. Sixth or seventh generation yes. back. Yeah. Okay. That's the Arabic though. The Arabic. Yeah. So just again say, even though you're not quite sure who it is, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. I see you. I feel you in my heart and in my being. How does that feel? Calm. It feels calm. I feel like it's a masculine. Mm -hmm. Energy. I'm just going to ask you a personal question. It's sort of like a yes and a no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is, in your life up to now, have you ever been drawn to a masculine figure who has an Arabic background? Yes, a couple of times. A couple of yes. times. Okay. And so for our listeners, when we're drawn often to a culture that is new to us, mm -hmm. we're often trying to reconnect. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Be part of us. Yeah. So for instance, I know that within my family, sort of two generations back part of the family moved to America and nobody has a connection any longer and I only found that out about mm, 10 years ago or something okay. okay I didn't even know because nobody has a connection yes however my elder brother from the age that he experienced hormones, he has only ever been interested in dating Americans. No way. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Even though he too was born in Pakistan, but the hormones came in the UK. Yeah. And he was living partially in the UK and partially in Switzerland mm -hmm. at that time. But it didn't stop him finding American right. girls right. and he dated quite a few mm -hmm. and in the end he married an American. And they are still very happily married, beautifully married, but the question in me was always, you why know, American? why? Yes. Why American? Yes. So for me, I partially grew up in, in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. I lived in Switzerland. So for me to marry a Swiss is not as extraordinary and I'm not going to go down, well, why and da 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 da, -da uh, necessarily because that's my environment. Mm -hmm. But for you living in the UK and in Switzerland and, and going back to Indonesia, mm -hmm. to specifically Please step outside of that line and relating to the Arabic male mm -hmm. or him relating to the American mm -hmm. female, that's extraordinary. So it's often but not always. Yeah. So there's never an absolute yeah. in this kind of thing. Yes. So anybody listening, please don't say, well, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. It might be something different. Yes. It needs exploring, not saying it's an absolute, but that yeah. can be an indication yes. of closing the circle. You were born in the UK. Yes. And so there is a part of you that necessarily has to accept and agree mm. with being British. Yeah. Speaking English. Speaking English. That was as a as a mother tongue, but it's yes. not a mother tongue. No, correct. Mm? Yeah. Your mother tongue is what you heard when you were in the womb. Mm -hmm. So you would have heard both. Yes. 
Indonesian and English, yes. Mm. yes. But you have to identify with it in some way in order to come to peace as well. Mm. So if you were to imagine a symbol for Britain... Battleship. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind mm-hmm. is battleship. <laughs> so look at that battleship and notice what happens in your body. Tension here on the shoulders, both right and left. Mm. Okay. And neck. So if you say, I see you, Britain, and no matter what, you gave me the space for my life. You welcomed me into your nation and into your culture. What happens? The jaw open, it was clenched, and the tension on the neck and the shoulder lessened, but there is a clump in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like a like a knot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you look at the battleship, is that still the right symbol for Britain? It's strong. Mm. The size of the ship and it moves further mm. away. Mm. So Britain, it is hard for me to accept you because I belong to Java. However, you gave me what Java couldn't. And I do not need to battle you. I am grateful for what you could give me and I agree to it. What happens? The knot becomes smaller, much smaller. The tension that was on the upper body dissipates. And the battleship is not there. What I see is like a land, but from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Green. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing. The green island. The green yes. island. Yes. 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 So, see the land and say, this is the land that accepted me, where I was allowed to land. Mm but I haven't given myself permission. I now give myself permission to be part of this green land. I feel like I'm moving. So you're landing? Yes, I'm landing, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm in the land, in the beginning of Mm -hmm. the... I give myself permission to step onto these shores, the shores that gave me life. Proud of my Javanese heritage and grateful to the land that gave me what Java couldn't. How does that feel? The knot disappears. And it feels good. I'm in the land. And I feel I have arrived. So say, in your mind's eye, Britain, I have arrived. I bring my Javanese system in its entirety to your shores. 
I offer its strength to you as I take from you the gift of life. So how are you feeling now, having allowed yourself the opportunity of actually accepting Britain without having to give up your Javan heritage? Mm-hmm. Because it's often about allowing. Yes, that's, that's, that's what I learn in the process, allow myself. Then physically, the tension that I, when I'm thinking of Britain now, it's this, it doesn't generate the same tension in the body. So neither on my neck or shoulders. And the lump that was in my chest disappears. Mm-hmm. And at the last stage, um, again, there's a feeling up energy. The same, similar thing with my grandmother or Javanese. Mm-hmm. It's, the body was filling up with something. Mm-hmm. So... I would say the word grounded probably would would describe mm. the feeling. And for me, you see, it's a question of, of circles. Yeah. Yeah? That are now overlapping rather than separate. Yes. Yes. Yeah? It's almost like two separate things. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And in order to, for us to be in our full strength, we need these circles to overlap. We need them to be so flexible that they can move within our cluster Mm -hmm. and overlap with anything else within our cluster Mm -hmm. and group as as required in that moment which gives us strength Mm -hmm. and move away again. But if they are in our cluster but not overlapping in any way, always separate, it puts a huge strain on us. And so these are the, the, the systems, and we cannot deny them. And we cannot step outside of them. Mm-hmm. So to integrate doesn't mean that on a conscious, logical level, you embrace everything that is happening in Britain today. You agree <laughs> to everything. That's a very difficult thing to do. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you embrace everything that's Correct. happening in, in Indonesia Correct. today. Correct. I, I would agree. Yes. Okay. This is a different yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. Just like when we work with the system mother and father and siblings and whatever, we're not working on the level of do we agree, do we like, do we know them even mm-hmm. consciously? Um this is a different level, but the systems to which we belong mm-hmm. are so incredibly important mm-hmm. to be integrated, to make us whole. And today with people moving everywhere, and some families may have, say, three children, and those three children might each be born in a different country mm-hmm. with the expats and the diplomats and the armies and, and, and whatever. People moving around so much today and this is what we're called we're calling now the third generation kids Mm. and I'm sure that will evolve into something new as well because at a soul level and an unconscious and subconscious level we are loyal to the systems which gave us life Mm -hmm. again whether we're in agreement or not or whatever And we find it very, very difficult to give ourselves permission Mm -hmm. to accept another system, Mm -hmm. to integrate another system Mm -hmm. when not externally given permission because nobody lives on that level. So it's not as though our parents say, well, you were born in Ouagadougou and now we're going to do this little ritual mm. so that you know you can accept that part, that, part yeah. that system of that country into your Syst- system, yeah, your personal system. system yeah. Because your parents might have been there for five years. Yeah. So they don't it doesn't go into their system right yeah but it goes into yours because you were born there yeah so systems very very important to recognize not the same as cycles systems Mm -hmm. 
where we go from there that you say well I'm not living in Indonesia and I'm not living in the UK that's fine yes however we need to recognize and when we are in conflict with things within our system that shows up in our mental health Mm. our emotional health our physical health our success um, our blockages mm-hmm. all of that yeah so within the system of and I'm specifically calling it sperm egg life rather than father mother child so that I'm depersonalizing yeah. it because many people come from a dysfunctional family yeah and we have this sentimental view of family above all and everything else and it's wonderful if you have that but many people don't and I'm even talking about dysfunctional families in the other direction to what we would normally think of so when we say dysfunctional family we're thinking of abuse of some sort be that alcohol drugs Mm -hmm. physical abuse sexual abuse whatever Mm -hmm. Um, missing parent whatever it is that is dysfunctional obviously however there is today dysfunctional in the other direction as far as I'm concerned my opinion my experience is the we're too close Mm -hmm. in some families Mm -hmm. so the children emotionally and mentally do not leave their parents yes yes I understand they might even they might move out of home but they do not leave yeah my mother's my best friend my father's my best buddy whatever it is and the the evolution of life is that the child moves ancestry system whatever you want to call it forward so we take what we have from our parents and seven generations back known or unknown and we move it forward we add to it yeah whether we have children ourselves or not but it is fed back into the soul family yeah yeah if we stay within the level of our parents we're not moving it forward we're not adding anything we're not adding Mm -hmm. if we are so loyal to our parents that we do not step outside and create our own we do not add so even if you do return home through circumstances or whatever um, and you move back with your parents for Mm -hmm. a few years Mm -hmm. um, that's not what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. I'm talking about individualizing Mm -hmm. I'm talking about taking what you have and moving it forward making it your own and adding to it yeah yeah so when when children leave home they will always be their parents children but when they leave home they make they they look at the values that they were given they choose which ones to perpetuate they add their own to it and they drop those which they don't uh, feel suit them yes so we are all influenced and this is how we're influenced seven generations back as well and this is subconscious and unconscious rather like our genetics and that is that we are passed on epigenetically Mm -hmm. good and less empowered moments from our ancestors Mm -hmm. but also we learn within our first years within the environment that we grow up in we learn what our parents represent our mother might have grown up with a mother who lost her mother when she was age one Mm -hmm. and our grandmother therefore lived without a mother might have been brought up by an auntie might have been brought up by her father on his own might have been brought up by a grandmother Mm -hmm. but that female influence that next generation influence was missing 
And that would have shaped her attitude of mm. motherhood or whatever. And when she had her child, she might have been afraid of dying when the child was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? And therefore, believing that she would help that child by not bonding, for instance. Yeah. So that it wouldn't know the pain of losing. Yes. Yes. Or she might have started writing letters to her child because she knew that she... And then she didn't mm -hmm. die. You know, yes. whatever. But that child again would grow up knowing, well, my mother didn't die when I was young, but she's always got this, well, you I know, may. I may and whatever. And that's passed on to the next generation. Yeah. yeah. Who then passes it on. You know, they get so nervous. They get nervous. <laughs> you know, your mother might have fallen in love with somebody when she was 19. Mm hmm. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out, mm -hmm. and the breakup hurt her. Mm -hmm. And she might have made the decision that she would never do X, Y, Z again, or she might not trust somebody with that background, mm -hmm. or that height, or that education, yes. or whatever it is. And as you're growing up, when you start talking about somebody that height, that background, that education, no, 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 no. exactly, no, 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 either very obviously, or she'd give you a look, or you'd mm. know, whatever. Yeah. And so we have these influences mm -hmm. from our systems, mm -hmm. which doesn't make us free. Right. I was just thinking as I'm listening to this, Actually, we were not really coming in to the experience here on Earth. Clean slate. No. <laughs> this is a, an illusion no. of... Yes. Yes. That's yes. It. Yeah. When you talk about the innocence of the child, I go, excuse me? Mm. Mm. Because we come in here as a soul. Yeah. And that soul has its own experience. Yes. And we step into a blended yeah. system on both sides seven generations yes. back. I find it quite powerful to understand that most of us don't know what our parents went through. Correct. We don't have the information. We never ask. Yes. We're not interested. They don't tell us. They don't, yeah. And we have no clue what our grandparents went through. Correct. And we might, you know me, I do my, my timelines and I say to you, well, you're 30 now, what was your mother going through when mm -hmm. she was 30? Or you're 40 now, what's she going And it's always very interesting to think, well, world events, but you don't know necessarily on a private Le level. level. So it would be really important for parents when they have adult children mm -hmm. to share yeah. more adult yeah. to adult. Yes so that that adult child will then share with its adult yes. child, you know your grandparents, da, da 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 and I myself, so that it's carried forward at least two generations. Yes. So all we can do today is look at world events. Mm -hmm. So my grandparents lived through two world wars. My grandparents are from the European side, Austria, Slovenia, those areas. And the other grandparents are the UK, so yes. Northern Ireland and, and Britain, uh, or England rather. So I could go back and say, well, I can imagine. Mm. Well, can I really? Um, but you can take world events. Yes, as an indicator. As an indicator yes. and say, well, my grandmother was that age. And when I was that age, this is what my environment looked like. Very, very different. Mm -hmm. But you, you cannot really know. And yet, when something isn't right within our emotional, mental, and mm. physical environment, we can still go back within that system because it is so strongly represented within us yeah. that through our mind's eye, we can go back yeah. and look for the strength or look for the weakness. Mm. 
to live well presently in our life, it is required that we maintain the equilibrium between the belonging to our systems, including in it the influences of the seven generations of our ancestors, and our autonomy as an individual in the present generation. Join us in the next episode where Rachel is sharing some real cases when a blind loyalty into the system happens and the negative impacts this blind loyalty created. She will also share some tools and approaches to maintain this very much needed equilibrium. See you soon! Music